Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I'm bringing you today's word for October 5th, 2023. I'm teaching a series on the parables of Jesus, and right now we are looking at the parable of the barren fig tree. We're learning so many things, so many life lessons from this parable, and today I'm going to be dealing with the fact that we're supposed to be agents of divine change. We're supposed to be agents of impact. The Bible, the title of today's message is Pearls from the Parables, part 72. So I'm 72 messages into this series, and this is the title. From vineyards to orchards. Oh, I'm going to talk about how God will grace you to turn a vineyard into an orchard. God's blueprint for your spiritual influence and your spiritual multiplication. Put in the chat, I have spiritual influence. Put in the chat, I multiply myself. I duplicate myself. Why? Because I am graced to do it. So I'm talking about divine influence today. I want you to open up your heart to receive. Let's get ready for the word. All right, so let's get into the word for this morning. Listen, God gave me a lot this morning, and I pray that uh, I'm able to get through it all uh, in his name and for his glory. So here we go. Before we get into it, Psalms 126 and verse 4 is the scripture we've been looking at all year. The Bible says, now, Lord, do it again. Say, Lord, do it again. Do it again for me. Restore us to the former glory. May streams of your refreshing flow over us until dry hearts are drenched again. If you have any area of your life that has gone dry, this is a season for the Lord to refresh you again. Put in the chat, no dry areas for me. You got it? All right. So Luke chapter 13, verses six through nine is the parable we've been looking at. Jesus said a certain man had a fig tree, not a fig seed, a whole tree planted in his vineyard. And he came seeking fruit thereon and found none. And so he said to the dresser of the vineyard, hey, I've been coming, looking at this tree for three years. Year one, I came, I didn't see nothing. I didn't say nothing. Year two, I, I came, I didn't see nothing. I didn't say nothing. <laughs> Year three, I didn't forget it. Listen, cut it down. And the dresser said, hold on, hold on. Listen, I understand you, you have every right to cut it down, but let me work on it. Let me dig it. Let me fertilize it. And then after that, if it doesn't, wow, if it produces fruit, hallelujah. If it doesn't, okay, then after that, cut it down. And so what does this mean to you? Today, I have a few things to share with you this morning. Actually, two things, but under these two things, I have a bunch of set points. You ready? Two things. Number one, this is why I need you to lock in. Rid your heart and mind of all distractions. Number one, God is looking for you to be an agent of divine influence. So put in the chat, I am an agent of divine influence. I'm in a hotel, so I can't see the chat. So, you know, I don't have the setup that I have at home. So I can't see the chat, but just put in the chat, I am an agent of divine influence influence. So let's talk about this point. I have a bunch of subpoints under this point. The first one is influence over being influenced. God wants you to influence over being influenced. I'm not at home right now, uh, but when I am at home, my children, now we just have one at home, but my children know that they, they never walk out that door to go to school until I pray for them. I pray for them and pray over them all the time. I never, never let them go to school without covering them in prayer. Um, and Ethan, the one that's left at home now, um, he knows that many, many times when I'm praying over him, I pray that he would 
be the influencer and not be influenced by the things of this world, right? So that he is the agent of change. When he walks into a room, destiny just walked into a room. Glory to God. When he walks into a room, purpose just walked into a room. So he's there to influence them, not, not for it to be the other way around. God has positioned you to be light and salt. Say, I am light and salt. Put that in the in the chat. So God has positioned you to be the influencer, not the one to be influenced. So he wants you to be the love, the light, the truth, and the power that people are drawn to in this world. You have a divine assignment. And part of your divine assignment is to permeate whatever sphere of influence that the Lord releases you into with God's kingdom principles. So even when the Holy Spirit is leading you to make countercultural statements. Let me explain. Let's say I remember when um, um, I first retired from the military and I went to corporate America and I was at a leadership offsite. And so this is like my new environment. These are my new teammates or whatever. And, uh, and all leaders all at an offsite and we were at a resort. And you know, we go, we do meetings all day, and then there's like happy hour and then dinner. And so during like the conversation, the chit chat or whatever, some way, somehow, the topic of abortion came up. And, and you know, and people were having this conversation about women's right to choose and how as a man, you, you shouldn't have the right to kind of say what a woman could do with her body. That's an opportunity for you to make a counter-cultural statement, Right. So when the kingdom of God, when the culture of this world is counter to the culture of God's kingdom and God places you there and there's an opportunity, the Holy Spirit will rise up in you and say, no, just tell them what I believe. Right. And so obviously I had an opportunity to talk about life and how God honors life, how God sanctions life, how we never created the life and we don't have the right to take it, that type of thing. And so you you have the opportunity to give an, to to give express how God looks at it, how God would address it. And so what you don't want to do is cower in that situation. What you don't want to do is be afraid to walk in the spiritual integrity that God has called you to walk in, because if you don't rise up and be you and be the kingdom representative, the ambassador of the kingdom of God in this world, then you won't have the influence that you're supposed to influence. Let me tie it to the fig tree. The fig tree missed the assignment. The fig tree was placed in the vineyard. And it had every opportunity to bear figs. It had every opportunity to display its purpose. It failed to produce fruit. And this symbolizes somebody that is in an environment that they're uncomfortable with, in an environment where they're the only ones, like one of these kids is not like the other, right? One of these kids is doing his own thing. Remember Sesame Street? And so it's like, you cower in that situation and you you fail to be who it is that God has called you to be because of the environment. In other words, you conform to this world instead of becoming the agent that will cause the world to transform into the things of God. Put in the chat, I will not conform. God doesn't want you to conform to the ways of this world. God wants you to be an agent of change so that they can transform. So you have to be unshakable in your assignment. Say this, I am unshakable in my assignment. God expects you to remain steadfast, fruitful, unmovable, even in challenging or unfamiliar environments, right? Even when you're the only one or even when everybody else is, is of a different opinion and their opinion is not in alignment with God's opinion. And so if you give up, 
just because things are difficult or if you give up because it's uncomfortable, then you're not going to make the impact that God placed you there to, to make, uh, to make, right? So you have influence over your environment and God wants you to be that influence. Now, let me say something about your influence. You may not have, so right now I have a platform, right? I, I have a platform that I can jump on here every morning and I have a voice and people listen to me. Now, I'm not reaching all the people that I want to reach. And one day I will reach more to the glory of God. But the depth or the size of your platform should not drive the depth of your conviction. Let me explain. Just because I may have a a, a larger platform for my voice to be heard. And you say, well, Brother Pena, I don't have that. You know, when I talk only a few people or I only have a smaller uh, 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 sphere of influence. You still have to have the same conviction, though. It doesn't matter if somebody, if the Lord sent somebody to your house or put somebody to call you because God just put it on their heart to talk to you and you have a one-on-one conversation, you should have the same conviction than if you were talking to a crowd of a thousand people. It doesn't matter. I've preached to thousands. I've preached to five. And I, I preach with the same fire, the same fervor, the same favor. Listen, you got to have a conviction to be you and the size of your platform should not should not impact your conviction. Your conviction should be your conviction. And big or small, God wants you to impact your sphere of influence. So it doesn't matter how many people are on your team or how, how many people you have to influence right now. It could be three. It could be 3,000. It could be 300,000. It could be 3 million. God just wants you to come every day ready to be that love and to be that light. Now, there is power in spiritual influence. God wants you, when you walk with a level of consistency and authenticity, God will use you as light to cause others to be drawn to him. See, when you live your life in alignment with God's will and you just are doing what it is that God has called you to do, it doesn't matter. Oh, Brother Pena, no, but I'm not a pastor. Look, you know, I I run a beauty salon. Okay, fine. If God has called you to run a beauty salon, that's your assignment. You better run that thing. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to play gospel music at the beauty salon to lead people to Jesus. You can lead people to Jesus in just you doing what God has called you to do. Oh, Brother Pena, you don't, I'm just doing hair. No, no, no. You're doing what God has graced you to do. And while you're doing hair, the glory of God will be manifested. While you're doing hair, I mean, people will be transformed. Lives will be impacted. Why? Because you are being you. There is power in you being you. Put in the chat, I will be me. When you are you and you are your authentic self, you are going to leave a mark in this world that will not easily be erased. However, when you are inauthentic, then your presence is not going to change anything. See, when you are who you are, your presence, when you walk into a room, your presence changes the environment. But when you're, you're not authentic and you're just trying to like turn down your light or be like other people or trying to fit in, then your presence doesn't change anything because you are not being the man or the woman that God called you to be. So you have to avoid the pitfall of compromise. Put in the chat, I will not compromise. And so this tree symbolizes somebody that compromised. Well, I'm in a vineyard. Well, I'm the only one here. Well, so this tree chose conformity over distinction. So say this, I will not choose conformity over distinction. I would rather be distinct. I would rather be different. I would rather be set apart than to conform. I would rather be me. Do your influence is diluted when you compromise. 
Let me say it that way. If you compromise, your influence is being diluted. Your influence is the most potent when you refuse to compromise. Say, I will be me. The last point from this first point is that there can be a ripple effect of your influence. See, when you listen to God, when you embrace the grace to be you, when you walk into a room, when I get on a plane, I say, everybody on this plane is blessed because I'm here. They may not know it, but, but destiny is on board. Glory to God. This, this plane ain't going down, right? And so when you know who you are and you walk into environments with that type of confidence, man, you can shift atmospheres. You, you, I'm talking about like you, you set the atmosphere because of who you are. It is your presence. And so when you live like that, it can have a, a ripple effect. You don't even know. Like, like you go, God assigns you. Like I spent eight years at Worldwide Technology. My presence was felt and it's still being felt. That's an impact there. When God sends you somewhere, you're supposed, if you're there for a season and you're not there for a lifetime, when, when that season is up, they should still, I mean, like, you, your absence should mean something. You know what I'm saying? Your presence should mean something. You should have an impact, but it will not happen unless you embrace the grace to be you. You should walk with a level of influence. You should walk with a, a level of kingdom authority. And so that you are not compromising, that's how you become light and love and salt in this world. Say amen to that. All right, number two, I only have two points for you this morning. Second point is God wants you to be so impactful impactful that you reproduce yourself. Put in the chat, I will reproduce myself. God wants you to reproduce yourself. Um, so you ever, you ever heard like from a leadership perspective, hey, the only way for you to move up is for you to reproduce yourself in your team. So people on your team have to learn how to do what you do so that we can get you promoted and move to the next level. You got to learn how to reproduce yourself. Well, in the kingdom of God, you got to learn how to reproduce yourself. You got to bloom where you have been planted. God's desire is for you to thrive and to grow and to bear fruit in every environment that he places you in, regardless of the circumstances or situations. It doesn't matter if you don't like it. I don't care. Like, get over your feelings. Get over yourself. You have to do what God called you to do. And so when you do what God has called you to do and you bloom what you've been planted, you can enrich that environment. And then you get you position yourself to reproduce yourself. You can convert a vineyard into an orchard. Let me explain. I believe that the Lord put the fig tree in the vineyard because he wanted the fig tree to convert the vineyard into an orchard. See, God can take you out of an orchard. That's where you're comfortable with all your people. Say, let me take you and put you over here because what was in that environment, God in you. Now, let me pick you up and plant you over here. Now, what is in you? I wanted to get in that environment. Let me say that again. God discipled you. God trained you. God built you up. God prepared you. In this environment where you were comfortable, where you were around a, a lot of people of like precious faith, you know, and then it was like, boom, everybody in that in that environment was surrounding you and protecting you and building you up to now you're mature. Say, I'm mature. Now that environment got inside of you. So now what God can do is take you out of that environment and place you over here in another environment. And he wants what's in you to get in that environment. Now, what he doesn't want is what's in that other environment to get inside of you. And so God took a fig tree out of an orchard, placed it over here in a vineyard. The goal was for the fig tree to create or to cause the vineyard to be transformed into an orchard. And so God wants to know that I can plant you somewhere and what's in that environment is not going to get in you. Actually, what's in you is going to get in that environment. Say amen to that. Let me make sure this live stream is good. Okay, good. So um, that's, but you can't do that if you conform. So you have to be so confident in yourself that you are there to reproduce. Now, when 
let me talk about the tree for a minute. The tree failed to produce fruit. Okay, well, then it can't rep reproduce itself. Why? Because the seed to reproduce is inside the fruit. So when the tree produces the fruit, the fruit has seed in it. When the fruit hits the ground, the fruit has seed in it. Then what happens is, okay, now the seed, when the seed gets down into the soil, is going to reproduce. Sometimes an animal will eat the fruit, and then the seeds are still in the, the, in, now in the animal. The animal will then release the waste somewhere else. That seed is still going to get down into the ground. At the end of the day, when that seed hits the ground and it goes down into the ground, now it can reproduce the tree. But the tree can't reproduce if it refuses to produce fruit. That's why God wants you to be fruitful. There is power in you reproducing yourself. Just like a single fig tree has the power to transform a vineyard into an orchard, you have the power to transform your environment, but you have to be fruitful. You have to be dedicated to being fruitful, even if you don't like the environment. Re you got to reproduce. Say this, put in the chat, I will reproduce myself in others. God's model for discipleship is that God wants you to reproduce what was reproduced inside of you. What? The life, the character, and the power of Jesus is poured into you, and then you're supposed to make disciples. You're supposed to then raise up other people, individuals that you disciple, that these are people. You're supposed to take what was poured into you and raise up others. Put in the chat, say, I will raise up others. These are people that God has assigned to you, and you're supposed to mentor them right? You're supposed to empower them. You're supposed to pour into them the things that were poured into you so that they can be fruitful and then they can go out and make disciples and they can go reproduce themselves as well. That's how you leave a legacy of fruitfulness. That's how you have generational impact. That's how you can change the world. And not only do you change the world, you're changing your today, but you're also changing tomorrow. Put in the chat, I reproduce myself. Say, say this, say, I leave a legacy of righteousness. I'm, I'm taking all of the things that this is, the Bible didn't say go out there and get people just born again. The Bible says go out there and make disciples. How do you make disciples? You got to teach people. You got, this is what I do. I, I help people. I teach people. I mentor people. I, I, I you know, I, I help. This is why I have that coaching platform on Patreon because I, I like to do one-on-ones. I like to, hey, tell me, let's walk through this. How's that working? No, I, I think you should do it this way. I think you should say it that way. Why? Because I like to pour into people. That What's in me, God takes me then and says, now I want you to pour it into other people. What was in the fig tree was supposed to get down into that vineyard. But if the fig tree re refused to produce fruit, then it would never change the environment. Say this, I will change my environment. You got to be dedicated to changing your environment. That's how you're going to have generational impact. That's the principle of multiplication. In the kingdom of God, everything multiplies. In the kingdom of God, it, it multiplies and it multiplies by seed. Your life, your, your influence should impact the world and it should cause ex kingdom expansion and multiplication, right? And, and so this is, how does it happen? It happens by the grace of God. What's on me can get on other people. So say this, I am a catalyst for kingdom expansion. Last thing I'll say is for today is that your life should be like a domino effect where you are causing cycles of salvation, discipleship, and further reproduction. My life is initiating cycles of influence. Not only am I influencing the people that I'm able to touch, but I'm raising up disciples. And then those disciples are raising up disciples. And then those disciples are raising up disciples, right? You, you know, you've ever had a pitch for like multi-level marketing and they talk about your downstream and all that, you know. Well, 
that's discipleship is multi-level, right? Like you're supposed to have an impact over your people. You're supposed to take what was poured into you, poured into them. Then they should take what was poured into them, poured into others. And then they should, and then that's how we influence the world. That's how the kingdom of God advances. It will advance through us. So I say this, say, I will leave a legacy of kingdom expansion. Say this, watch this. Say, I create disciples who live love and lead like Jesus. So what happens is when I live and I love and I lead like Jesus, then my life reproduces. The guy that I'm doing the um, retirement ceremony for today, Craig Watts, um, my life is being reproduced in his life. There are certain things, Bishop, the late great Bishop Nate Holcomb poured things into Craig Watts. Rick Pena has poured things into Craig Watts. When I hear Craig Watts talk, I hear Nate Holcomb. I hear Rick Pena. Why? Because there are some things that were reproduced inside of Craig Watts. Now what Craig Watts is doing is he's going out there and he's pouring into others the things that were poured into him. So that when other people hear those people that he's mentoring, they're going to hear Craig Watts. When I hear Craig, I hear myself and I hear the late great Bishop Nate Holcomb. So I, I know that Craig has been discipled and now Craig is out there discipling. That's how we do it. The fig tree refused to produce fruit. Well, you can't change nothing if you refuse to produce fruit. So say this, say, I will reproduce myself every day. That's enough. I gave you a lot for today. This is some good teaching. And this is something that you, you should share with your children and share with your friends. So let's close this out with a declaration of faith. I want you to lift up your voice and say this. Say, Father, this is a season of refreshing and restoring for me. I am your light and your salt in this world. I influence my surroundings with your love and truth. I am unshakable in my divine assignment. I embody your nature and your character, and I release it into every environment I walk into. I refuse to compromise. I maintain a heart that is fully yielded to you. My life aligns with my purpose. I will bloom where I have been planted. I'm an atmosphere setter. I am an environment changer. I reproduce your life in the lives of others. I leave a legacy of kingdom impact and continuous multiplication. My life is a catalyst for kingdom expansion. I live, I love, and I lead like Jesus. Living with this mindset, I know greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith in Jesus name. Amen. This is today's word. So please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, please go to todaysword.org. Click on the big red subscribe button, put in your email address. You're going to get all my notes. You get the notes for free. Sign up and get the notes. You get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. Listen, I love you. God loves you more. Have an amazing day. Walk in kingdom influence. This message was a blessing to me. I might need to listen to this again myself. So listen to it again if you need to. Share this message on your social media, on your timeline, and with your friends. If you're not part of the uh, my coaching and mentorship program and you want to look at that, just check it out. Go to patreon.com forward slash Rick Pena. I love you. God loves you more. Have an amazing day. Greater is coming for me and for you. God bless you.
If you enjoyed this content and you would like to know more about our ministry or you would like to partner with us in what we're doing in the Caribbean, being a blessing to Haitian children in the Dominican Republic, then please go to ripministries.org. You'll be able to find out more information there. And if you'd like to make a donation, all the donations are tax deductible in the United States. A few months ago, the Lord impressed it upon my heart to set up a coaching and mentorship program. And Isabella and I set that up. And so now we make ourselves available on three different levels for those that want access to us and to learn things about maximizing your potential, increasing your personal productivity and fulfilling your life's purpose. If you're interested in that, go to patreon.com forward slash Rick Pina. And then lastly, the Lord impressed it upon my heart to write several books and journals to help people grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Please go to rickpina.co if you don't have our material. And there's also apparel there as well. Listen, thank you for being a blessing to us. We pray that our ministry will continue to be a blessing to you.